All right, everybody, welcome in to the GOAT Entertainment Podcast presented by, guess what? GOAT Entertainment. I'm your host, Josh Robinson. This is Walker Kirk. This is Nick Ford. Shout out, boys. How are we doing today? I'm doing pretty good. Uh, F1 has, you know, a couple new things coming this weekend. Uh, also, I'm going to be very busy for the next few days. So, I look. It looks like I'm having a good weekend. Looks nice, like I'm nice. having a good weekend. I just, yeah, I just saw that they uh, that F1 has some stuff going this week and in the next couple of weeks. So, they got a race yeah. on my birthday. Shout out, no free shout outs. So Ooh, I'm gonna wake up. That's at, also like, I think I looked at the time and I was like, "Ooh, I'll wake up that morning. That'll be a great way to like start the day." And I looked, and it's if I if I do the math correctly, then it's the race kicks off at like 4 a.m. So where's it at? Hungary, Austria. Oh dang, that sucks. So a little early afternoon. I could be wrong. Time. I could have read it wrong because uh, I'm a dummy. But we'll, we'll cross that bridge when that we get there. Could have been practice. I was gonna say I could have been like practice one or something like that. No, it's 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 on. No, it was actually. Oh day. shoot! Oh so, dang! Because it said fifteen days and four hours and like forty five minutes, and it was like one o'clock. Wow. Okay. And I cool. was like, wow, okay. cool. Or no, it wasn't that. People doing the math. Forget about that. <laughs> uh Nick, how are you? You sitting there? Y'all can't see this, but Nick's Nick's just chilling. Nick's a vibe. Nick's an all time vibe right now. I don't know. Nick, the Outer Banks. Nick I was looks say the like Outer Banks trailer came out. He he's acting different now. Nick looks like he is either having a mental breakdown or he is just chillaxificationing, <laughs> and I don't know which one it is. So this is what happens when you're like trying to graduate college, trying to graduate oh. university. You're also you know like working a job, trying to keep a company afloat. You're trying to have friends, and this is what you get. So it's a busy are, life, man. Hey, man, you know. Only a rare breed of us can do all of this at once. So, you know, um, I'm just trying to, you know, make make, make a way paved for uh, the rest of us. So uh, I'm proud. I'm proud of you, man. And then we're vibing. So, yeah, it's all time vibe. Feeling uh, feeling OK. Vibe. So, yeah, we uh, we're just ready to get to work, man. Get to it. Let's get to it, man. What do you all want to kick off first? You want to talk? Uh, you want to talk OBX? Yeah, sure. Let's go ahead. All right. Yeah, let's do it. So we got Outer uh, Banks. Nick, kick it off. Nick, put us on this. Tell us what you think. So whenever uh, Outer Banks first came out, literally had no idea about it. I, I don't really watch, make it a point of reference within the first two weeks. I don't make it a point of reference till I jump on new uh, like Netflix shows or movies uh-huh. like right when they first come out. I have to like make sure people vet it and watch it first before me. And they're like, okay, either right. this is good or this is trash. And... So a good friend of all of ours, former uh, correspondent for the uh, the show, uh, Madison Brooks, was like, she was like, hey, this new show, Outer Banks, you had to get on it. I was like, eh. And then one night I got on it. And bro, when I and tell you, you get off. I could not get off that train. So freaking good. Absolutely fell in love my with story, My story for that show is pretty much the same. Uh, yeah. Like, I watched, I watched the entire show in one sitting. I I didn't do up. that. No, I didn't really? do that. <laughs> what time did you like start like on a Saturday morning at like eight AM and just ride through? I don't all day? remember. I think it was a weekday. It was a weekday. It was a weekday. It was a day it was a day after it came out, I think, or like a couple days after, and everybody was talking about it. And I had woken up and I was like, you know what, I'm gonna give the show a shot. I sat down in my room and watched that whole show in a day 
And I obviously I took breaks to like get food and whatever, but right. like, like I, I watched that show today and it was honestly like you said like I couldn't get like I couldn't stop. Bro, I had to do it. I think I did it in three. So I did. Oh, I also started at like eleven o'clock one night, like right before I had to be up at six a.m. to work. Not smart. So I watched two episodes. The next day I watched uh, the next three. And that first episode then, is long. Yeah, and it's yeah. long, and it's like you're trying to kind of figure out what's going on. Yeah. And uh, so I watched the first five in two days. I was like, oh, this is absolutely insane. And then that next night, I just powered through, watched the last five. Yeah. Absolutely blew my mind. That, like, absolutely genius concept. Great casting as well. The cast yeah. is phenomenal. Yeah. Great storyline. Uh, Josh's story is not uh, the same I... as ours. Josh is on, was on a little bit of a different journey. Uh, than we were. <laughs> so I I react two ways with new things, and it's usually the latter. The first way is I ha- if I see something new, I have to jump on it immediately and be like one of the first people, like from the start. If not, here's what happens, and it's like an all time smash, and everyone loves it, like Outer Banks. I have to wait almost a full calendar year before <laughs> I can jump on top of something, um, and that's just because I don't want to be I don't want to get caught up in all the hype. I have to let it die back down before I'm like, I'll give this a shot, you know, whatever. I either have to be like the hype beast at the very beginning, like mm-hmm. pushing everything that people are calling crazy, like you're crazy for doing this, uh, or I have to wait till it's way late and, you know, you tell people that you haven't watched it and they're like, are you serious? So yeah. So Nick had tried to get me to watch it about uh, a million times, and I finally say, I think <laughs> every time I do this to him, he'll like try to put me on something and I'll say no. I'll put it off, and then all of a sudden, without him saying anything, I'm like, you know, I think I'm gonna, I think I'm gonna watch Outer Banks, and he throws a fit because he's like, I've been trying to tell you for six months, uh, and then I, I watched the first episode, obviously smash it, and then I think I powered through it. I, I don't know that I could watch it in like consecutive sittings. I think it took me like a week because of work and other things, but I got through it. It was an all time banger. I think I watched like the last four episodes in a row in the same sitting. Mm-hmm. Uh, Great show. Yeah, those phenomenal, last two, those those last two, I was I was locked in. I was definitely yeah. locked. In. Oh yeah, that was Absolutely. like peak. I don't know if it was peak like pandemic, like quote unquote pandemic was, stuff, but like it was it was. I in know the middle it, it was peak pandemic. Bro. I believe it was it in the was, middle. It was the middle of it. It was right when we all realized this wasn't going away anytime soon. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It was yeah. so Tiger King had come yeah, and like, gone. It, yeah, because like the Tiger King part of pan- the pandemic, that was like the that was the very beginning. beginning. That was the but fun we thought, part. And like, okay, we'll, have, we'll do this for two weeks. We won't go to work. We won't go to school. We'll chill. And it'll be great. And then it was like psych. that's how it was. Like the first couple of days when all the power went out during the uh, you know April twenty seventh tornadoes. Um, it was like the first couple of days. So because everyone had like meat in their frizz- freezer- freezers. So everyone was just grilling out. It was just like a big old barbecue in the neighborhood. I don't, I don't know about you guys. For us, it was like big old barbecues going on. Everyone was chilling out outside. Everyone was happy. And, you know, after the second and you know third and fourth and fifth days, then it then it started to get like really really sunny. A little old. Got a little yeah. old, a little quick. But uh, we went to so like after the first few days, like we my dad was like, I can't do this. We're going to Nashville, and we went to Nashville to my grandparents' house. Nice. So nice. I don't right. God bless. So, uh, anyways, but yeah, that was. Oh, I was gonna say that. Like Outer Banks for me was like one of the more memorable parts of the pandemic because I felt like on Twitter and on my Instagram and it was everywhere on my Snapchat it was it was everywhere it was everywhere. all it was like Tiger King 
it was like the last dance. Last dance is kind of like Tiger King type of time. The basically. last dance is an un like a it's an unspoken part of the pandemic that was phenomenal. Yeah, that we it was all an event together. every every Sunday every Sunday. That was one of the few. That's one of the few times I ever sat with my family and watched something. That is, I didn't sit with my family, yeah. but that is the that's the only time in recent history that I like sat down in time for a quote unquote TV program, as Nick mm-hmm. Saban would say, a program. Uh, and I said, oh, it's 7 o'clock or whatever time it came on. It's that time I have to sit down and watch The Last Dance. Um, yeah. Great. Great, great, great. Beautiful, so, beautiful documentary. With that anyways, being said, they dropped a, a, uh, a new trailer. We got Nick. a trailer for season two. Yeah, we got a brand new trailer. Absolutely phenomenal. So, super, super excited, bro. All-time banger. Spoiler alert. At this point, if you haven't watched OBH yet, after, you know, however many, 10 minutes into this podcast. Yeah, you're wild. Stopped. Yeah. And we'll watch the whole series and then came back. That's on you. That's, That's your own you? problem. Bro, we're freaking in the Bahamas, man. And I'm freaking yeah. excited Nassau, about this. In Nassau, Bahamas, bro, we got the gold. It's there. Rafe thinks he's a tough guy all of a sudden with guns, you know. Ugh. He killed Peterkin, and now he thinks he's, like, the biggest gangster of all times. So and now he's just shooting guns in every part of the trailer that he's in. I want to know if, uh, if Rafe is still a, uh, a junkie. Because you don't just get off of drugs like that. I don't. You know, thank God I haven't really been real face to face with anything like that in anyone in my personal life. But I do know that you just don't, you know, go on like, you know, several month cocaine benders and then all of a sudden, you know, quit cold turkey. You come so. back. Yeah you, yeah, you come back feeling good. Yeah. Yeah. Real way. My question is for you, gentlemen. So once the series drops and once we've all watched it, um, like, how long do we wait for people, everyone else to catch up to watch before we do like a full breakdown of, Season two. Two weeks, maybe. I think we put... I, give it, I, I think, I think two weeks is a little long. Almost a month. Almost I think month. we all watch oh, really? it together while it's... Not watch it together, but we all set, like, a time frame. Like, we all have four days to watch it or whatever. I think that's more yeah. than ample for all of us. Um, we set a time frame, and then one night we sit together, and we put it in the can while it's still f- fresh on our minds, and then we'll release yeah. it a month later. That's, yeah, sounds good to me. So a month is what I'm saying. A month. All right. So, so that's so that's the plan. Go. That's the plan, y'all. Uh, to all the listeners out there, one month post. So July. So September first, we will release it. Whatever day of the week, whatever day, Tuesday and or Thursday is closest to September first, we'll release that. Yeah. And so I was gonna say, I feel September like September first is actually a Tuesday, so that works out, bro. Yeah. I know I was, what I'm talking about. People gonna, say I don't know what I'm talking about, but I know what I'm talking about. I was gonna say, I feel like that should be more of a. I feel like we should do that a little bit more often, even though there aren't really that many TV shows, like great TV shows. Yeah. Any, like you know what I mean. Um, but we should definitely do that a little bit more often, or maybe like go see a movie together or something like that. The movies yeah. are starting to pick up a little bit. They are. Yeah. They are. Um, Have you seen uh, Black Widow yet? I'm going to see Black Widow tomorrow, tomorrow right. night with Emily, actually. All right. Um, How about we do that? How about you go see Black Widow and we'll drop that? We'll chop it up. We'll drop that this month. That sounds perfectly fine to me. I, I like the sound of that. Have you yeah. guys Have you guys watched uh, Loki? Yeah. No. Fire. Amazing. And we you did a season two. That's dope. Is, whoa, whoa. Is Loki excited. wrapped up yet? No, yeah, yeah. it was done. Yeah. Okay, I have to binge. Yeah, I'm, I'm a binger. I got ruined by Netflix and Hulu and everything. I cannot... <laughs> 
I cannot go back to the old ways. I cannot sit down and do the last dance again. I can't sit down and say, all right, it's, it drops at, I can't be Walker and say it drops at midnight on Thursday uh, and, and, and sit down <laughs> and watch one episode and wait seven more days to get the story oh, no, for it's 10 tough. weeks in a row. I can't do it. It was tough. I am not Wanda emotionally Vision. prepared. Wanda I'm not Vision psychologically prepared. I can imagine because WandaVision was all over the place. So yeah, WandaVision was extremely it was a lot rough. Of, it was a lot of episodes too. That was the problem. It yeah. was so. so ten weeks having to do it for, but it was uh, it was good though. I think Walker. So far of the three, what's your favorite Marvel uh, TV series so far? Somebody saw so Austin Joy asked me this, asked me that exact question, and it's either it's Loki or WandaVision for me, and because of the ending of Loki, I think it's Loki. I well, think Loki the, is. the fact that we're guaranteed to have a season two of Loki, whereas yeah. the other two we're not probably not going to get another season. The ending, the ending of Water Vision was also really really good, and Cap, uh, the Falcon and the Winter Soldier was had a really happy like good ending. Like um, yeah. like also new characters were put out. Very excited about that. Yeah, but I think Loki or Water Vision for me, and I'm leaning towards Loki, maybe because of recency bias, but. Yeah. Loki for well, me like, was really, really good and really, really interesting as well. Yeah, like Falcon and Winter Soldier, I liked it. I thought I was going to like it a lot more than I did, though. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I thought yeah. that was going to be like, it was going to be insane. I and thought like, it was going to be great, and I just could not it, get through it. You, did you ever finish it? No. You didn't finish it. I need wow. to go back and refinish shit. it because shit, I tried. Bro, freaking get off this podcast, bro. Oh, my God. <laughs> the stuff, the stuff me, that get, you I'm watch, the one recording. I, dude, the stuff that you watch. And you can't finish that. I got. I mean, I got Ocean's Eleven going on, or Ocean's Twelve rather, in the in the background. Yeah, I finished. The fact that you have the fact that you have a movie in the background while you're recording a podcast and not facing the TV cracks me. I'm not facing the TV. The audio is not even on, obviously, because it's an audio podcast. I'm prepping. You can't. You you can't hit pause. The pause button does not work. I was gonna say soccer. Soccer started back up in about. Well, club soccer's starting back up in about a month. I got preseason stuff on my on my TV right now. Wow. Wow. Yeah, we all we all got things going on. Real life, <laughs> real life. Must be nice to not be in school, you know. Must oh, be it's nice. fantastic. Nick. Oh, it's fantastic. <laughs> I can't wait till you get to join us. It's 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 a beautiful reality. Uh, so. Well, gentlemen, we all live in America, right? Yes, sir. Yes. All right. So, Walter, tell us what's <laughs> going on with Team USA right now. All right. So, Team USA, you guys touched on it uh, a couple of days ago, but Team USA. In case you guys didn't know and you didn't listen to the last podcast, which you should go do. Um, in case you haven't listened or watched or learned anything about Team USA, the team has been badly built. It's an all-star team. All-star teams mainly have a lot of offense. Um, and in FIBA basketball or Olympics basketball, it is very, very, very defensively tilted, and the referees will let you play. Um, and as of right now, uh, out of the, I think, three or, I think it's three scrimmage games that we've had, we've only won one. Right. Uh, we beat Argentina, and it's not your uncle's Argentina. It's not your grandpa's Argentina. It's freaking Manu Ginobili on it, um, and all those other guys. It's Campazzo and Luis Scola are like the are the main guys. That Luis Scola is about. old as dirt too. Luis Scola is forty one years old. He looks he looks amazing for forty one years old, but he's forty one years old. But he doesn't even look like Scola anywhere without the hair. In the, no, yeah, in the without hand. the hair. But he's still hey, shout out to Luis Scola, man. He aged well. He plays in uh, Italy right now, actually. Um, but yeah, basically Bradley Beal got um, he he's out of the Olympics now. They're looking to replace him. Um, Nick texted me earlier about this and asking who I wanted to have him replaced by. I want like a I want a center like I want a legit center for FIBA basketball because 
I feel like every country is going to exploit um, America's lack of guard defense and like wing defense as well. Um, and I'm not really looking forward to the Olympics for men's basketball because I'm not feeling too confident. I'm not trying to overreact or anything, but the way our players are reacting to these, like these, like these refs, like it's kind of weird and you can tell that they're not really comfortable yet with the refereeing in FIBA basketball. Um, I think things will change. And I do think the U S will win gold, but like, it's going to be rough. I think I'm not really looking forward to how bad we will look at some point. It's weird because ever since 2008, like that's my favorite, like I get so hyped about USA basketball because it's like yeah. together the best of the best the NBA players coming <clears throat> together and just conquering the world. Like, that's yeah. how, It's like the Avengers coming together and just taking on everybody. It's phenomenal. Yeah. And all of a sudden this year, well, I, I, okay. Once 2016 ended and coach K no longer coach, started coaching the team and they gave it to Greg Popovich. I'm like, it'll still be good. You know, they'll still be able to get things done. Well, in 2019, that FIBA World Cup, I forgot. That World Cup was rough, for, man. I had forgotten the fact that they got seventh place with NBA players playing in that. They got seventh place. Yes, Josh. It was rough. It was rough. It was in, it was in China. It was in China. There was, I think a couple, we had a couple injury problems. Uh, Jason Tatum got hurt. He stopped playing. Like a couple things happened. But that's still, before no Jason excuse. Tatum even like got to yeah. do that right now. So, Josh, what happened was they put together a bunch of like basically 23 and younger NBA players yeah. and just quote unquote rising stars. And they put them together on a team thinking they could go out and beat, you know, grown men from different countries. And it just didn't, did not happen at all. And so, after not losing a game since 2006, they lost three games in the FIBA World Cup, and they have so far lost two exhibition games. And once again, let me say that I'm not, we're not overreacting, and we're not trying to overreact, but those exhibition games were rough, especially the game against Nigeria. Nigeria was – Oh, that was terrible. Lights out. Admittedly, the U.S. did have, uh, you know, an off-shooting night, and like I said, they – like every time they drove, they were expecting a foul. There were no, there were basically no fouls called for the U.S. Well, here's they, the thing: is yeah. like because in the NBA right now, they're used to everything getting called as a foul. Yes, exactly. Yeah. So you exactly. gotta remember, like this is, this is not the United States. This is not the National Basketball Association. This is the World Cup type of play. It's physical, bro. Like, they yeah, it's way more physical. Yeah, like, you gotta like you gotta imagine like if you were playing in the '90s right now in the NBA, you know, like the Pistons, the Bad Boys. Like you gotta. That's how they're calling the that's how they're calling it as refs that's so, so what be- i i was gonna say i made a comparison with my friend i was talking about my friend of this i i said it looks like modern basketball but it was being referee like 2000s and 90s basketball it, it's yeah. just being referee different they're letting them play and you can tell how much of a change like how much of a shift it is from going to from regular season nba basketball where you punt fake and you can get a foul basically at will um to now going to FIBA basketball where you can knock the ball when it's on the cylinder, knock the ball off the rim when it's on the cylinder, stuff like that. Referees are a lot more lenient for both for both sides. Um, and we don't have the size to take advantage of the referees being lenient either because our legit center, Bam Adebayo, is six foot nine, maybe yeah. six foot ten, but he's actually back, six foot nine. Backup is Draymond, who's six foot six, six foot seven. Yeah. And then Kevin Durant is actually the tallest player on the team at seven foot. Uh, even though he's listed at six foot nine, he's definitely not six foot nine. He's seven yeah. feet. Um, and I, 
so like I was talking about earlier, Nick texted me and he asked me, so who do you want to replace Bradley Beal since he's out because of the whole COVID thing? Um, I, I put, I said legit centers. I said Miles Turner, who has USA basketball experience. He was on the uh, World Cup team actually uh, a couple of years ago. And then I said Brooke Lopez. Um, Brooke Lopez, I don't know how much U.S. basketball experience he has, but Brooke Lopez is very versatile on uh, both ends of the floor. And then on defense, yeah. he is solid. Uh, Van Gundy said on the broadcast that Brooke Lopez has probably had, like, one of the biggest leaps in, like, defensive, like, impact in his career because he's the all-time leading scorer for the Brooklyn Nets, if you guys didn't know that. Yeah. Um, no, we know. Super-duper skilled well in the post. On this podcast. <laughs> super-duper skilled in the post really good player but back in the day he wasn't that great of a defender now he's almost he's one of the better defenders at the five spot or the big man position in the league um and he has a huge impact and then you can tell in the finals um even though his minutes have been cut down because Giannis at the five is working for the bucks right now um where is uh where's deandre ayton from where's he from deandre ayton is from the bahamas he's from he's actually from nassau yeah Yeah, he's from the bahamas yeah that gentleman so yeah that, that was another one i just thought of but yeah I think I, I mean, Brooke can play. He, he, I'd say he plays both ends of the floor. He can shoot too. That's another. Yeah, thing. Yeah, he can space the so floor. You could yeah. you could space the floor. You could put you know five out. You know, or yeah. you have him right there in the center. So it, it works. Yeah, and you saw how you saw what happened against the Hawks when that happened. Yes, unfortunately. So yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I hope. So. I was gonna say that the uh, the U.S. team is adding uh, Devin Booker, Drew Holiday, and Chris Middleton. Right. So it only makes sense to just add one more finals player, I guess. Still in shape. Um, I guess it depends on if Brooke Lopez – I guess it depends on if the Bucks win or lose or not, I guess. Um, and if they lose and then to see how he's feeling. But if they win, see if he's feeling on a high and see if he wants to come and win a gold medal. Bro, yeah. I just thought about this. And I need y'all to think about this for a second. So imagine you win the NBA championship, right? It's great. But then you also forget that you freaking committed to the Olympics. So instead of being able to party – have a big old parade. Yeah. You have to go. Space. You got to go lar- right to. Yeah, go, go, right, to, right. Yeah. go, go to Las Vegas. Tokyo, you got to go right to Las Vegas or go to Tokyo. Mm. Yeah, crazy. Like Devin Booker. Like say, yeah, say Devin Booker. Say the Suns do win. I feel bad for Devin Booker because he's twenty. What twenty three years old? Twenty four years old? Yeah. I already know. I already know the vibes. I already know he's trying to party. Hey, bro. He can't be. He, they won't let him party with the Kardashians. Then you know. Yeah. Got to got to stay. Got to stay in yeah. Phoenix, man. Who oh, is? So, out of the the people that are in the finals right now, who do we know that is committed to the um, Olympic team? It's It's just Devin, Chris Middleton, and Drew Holiday. Yeah, those are the only three. So that's Brooke Lopez. I'm hoping I'm hoping Brooke Lopez is added to the team, but I'm not sure. I have a question. I think it'll I think it'll be Miles Turner. Genuinely, I think it'll be Miles Turner. Miles Turner. Do you think um, if they like? If it's another year like 2004 for the Olympics, Walker, do you think uh, Popovich gets like fired and Colangelo? Um, I would assume so. I would I would genuinely assume so. But who do you get to replace him? I guess you get what's the Villanova what's Villanova's coach? Uh, what's his name? I can't remember his name, but he's also on the sideline. He's also on the bench. Quinn Snyder. I would like to see Quinn Snyder on the bench for uh for the Olympics team. I love Quinn Snyder. Um. But I would I would assume so. And honestly, Greg Popovich, you saw that interview that he had the other day, even though he always has weird interviews, but you know, I mean he just doesn't care. So if they fired him, he wouldn't it really wouldn't bother him anyways. He's still one of the best coaches of all time. 
that wouldn't really change his legacy. So, yeah. yeah. I mean, the last, the last few years haven't helped his legacy, though. I'll say that. Yeah. I mean, but also, like, the team building in San Antonio is pretty, pretty daggone bad. Oh, yeah. Like, it's pretty yeah. bad. So, yeah. so, anyway, so. Josh. It's going to be wild. It's going to be a wild. Do what? Do I have a take? Any, I don't have any, a take. I was going to say the Olympics is only a couple weeks away, man. I'm kind of excited. Oh, I'm you. excited. Uh, I'm going to – y'all let me know whenever the U.S. is playing uh, in the basketball, obviously, and I will I will tune in. I will watch. I will we got to watch – we got to watch – we got to watch all the sports. So like water polo. We got to watch swimming. We got to watch the – We need diving. to pick we watch the most stuff. random sport to like stay on top uh, – so obviously basketball. We need to pick a random sport to be like on top of and cover like in depth. Like pick a guy like this is our dude. I don't know, like lacrosse, field hockey. <laughs> is lacrosse? I don't in think the lacrosse. I don't think. I don't, no, I don't think lacrosse is there. Field um, hockey, I guess. I know skateboarding. Skateboarding is new. I think That's like fun. isn't parkour. I don't know. I don't know the sports. I have the app. I have the Olympics app. But I'm oh, not I need. Sure to, I need to get the Olympics app. It, uh, They're about to make like Ninja Warrior, like a uh, sports. <laughs> Jeez. We could do archery. Archery's fun. I think archery's cool. What if? What if we made like a content video? We picked like one just like random, like random, random sport that uh, like nobody pays attention to. And we decide we try to execute it and make like a concept video out of That's it. That's what I was saying. Like, just go absolutely like go yeah. full throttle. Be like, this is our sport. We need we need to learn like people's names, pick up, you know, on, on people. Um, well, no, I'm not. No, I'm saying we try to like actually play the sport. Oh, we whatever. try to play the sport. Oh, yeah. that's what I'm saying. We could, we could do uh, canoe I'm sprints. Looking- yeah, I was, that's what I was looking at. Marathon swimming. I ain't trying to do that. Judo. We can do judo. We can do judo on each other. That's badminton. <laughs> badminton. Let's do that. We got, there you go. I'm, we're going to do badminton. Yeah, I'm down okay. for badminton. Yo, they got sport right. climbing this year. They got skateboarding. Yeah. Uh, yeah, surfing. Table tennis. Yo, surfing. Table tennis is fun. Okay, surfing. We're we're locked in on surfing. I'm Where are we going? Point Mallard? I'm, no, 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 no. We're like covering, or at least I am. I'm <laughs> oh, going to okay. cover surfing from my couch this year at the Olympics. Okay. Because... I said this a million times to Nick and some some close friends. You know who you are. You know, shout out, no free shout outs. Uh, but I believe, and maybe it's just, you know, me growing up in like the, and I say growing up, my early childhood in the early 2000s. Surfing is the coolest thing that you can possibly yes. do on this planet. Yes. Yes. S- snowboarding is a, is a close second because it's like Very the close, mirror. Yes. I, uh, you know, from watching Johnny Tsunami, which is a, an amazing film, uh, you know, Beautiful. Like, the, watch it. they yeah. mirror each other, but the exact opposite. Uh, and then skateboarding and then dirt biking and BMX. So this is the yeah, five, so, basically yeah. the X Games is really all it is. So those Having, five things. Yeah, my sister, my sister is the same age as you. I was completely influenced by her love of skateboarding. And now I also love skateboarding and snowboarding and surfing and all that stuff. I wish I could skateboard. I love dressing like a skater. Y'all like, want to buy some skateboards nah, and, and try and not kill ourselves? <sighs> nah. That sounds that sounds dangerous. I need, my, I need dangerous. my I need my <laughs> arms for uh, guitar playing, so I can't do that. The the only <laughs> thing, yeah, it's like I've never seen a skateboarder that didn't have like a broken arm. You know, you see like a crew of skateboarders, and one of them has a broken arm. That's just a fact. Somebody has a cast. It's like cast it's somewhere. like the the um the tax that you have to pay if you want to roll around with a group of skateboarders. It's like somebody's got to have a broken arm or a broken wrist or something. You gotta have a cast. Or like on. tooth knocked out, something like that. You know what I'm saying? Well, that's just a given. That's, and and my know, thing is like the skateboards well, are not, long. Let's not do that. Yeah, no, let's not. Let that. Thank you, Nick, <laughs> for, for talking us out of that. 
No. We should get into archery, though. We, I feel like we could get into archery. Or fencing. Feel like archery sounds fun. Or table tennis. Table tennis sounds really fun. That's just I really ball, man. The thing is, if we, tried to get into, is cool. if we tried to get into competitive table <laughs> tennis, it would just devolve into us playing ping pong with each other. And, uh, you know. Yeah. Solid. Hey, but no, I'm down to uh, the fence. I think that'd be fun. I would love to. Apparently, there's like a fencing federation in, in Huntsville we need to hit up. Really? Yeah. Huh. I'd be a great I went to school video. with the I went to school with the kid that did uh, fencing stuff. Really? He was weird, obviously. Yeah, <laughs> but <laughs> shout out, shout out. Hey, if you're listening, if you're listening, you went to Austin High School. You know exactly who I'm talking about. He's a really smart guy, though. So Jeez, you, I feel like fencing. You have to be smart. Fencing is a rich, smart kid sport. Oh, facts. It is. Fencing is it, fencing is above golf and tennis. Fencing is in the realm of. Uh, equestrian and mm, um, yeah I, I don't even know what else i was gonna say like uh, equestrian, equestrian is, and like rowing yeah like that's rich rich people stuff rowing yeah like i would love to row i don't know one person that was was like a legit rower not one no absolutely not why so, like, why would you i don't why i don't you? know why would i want to no just like why like it's not like rowing's not that common my my thing is, you can only you ideally you go straight. Ideally, you go straight back, and it's <laughs> you can't you don't turn around. It's not like you're checking the rear view, so it blows my mind that that you would even do it. So, anyways, is there a guy like in the front that's like bro? There is. There's one. Bro, there's one cat in the front bro. that's like keeping up with like the pace and like making sure that everything's going right. But I'm talking about if you're in like a single boat, oh, like you've I seen those you. single ones, and you're just rowing. Yeah. And in my brain, 100% of the time, your session ends with you running into shore or into, like, a bigger boat. Yeah. So. Shout out right. to beach volleyball, too. Beach volleyball. Hey, shout out to beach, cool. beach volleyball. I love beach I volleyball. I love beach volleyball. That's, for, that's, uh, that's, that's going to be my sport. For all the pure about. reasons. Okay. Hey, and, y'all, you know, y'all, don't, y'all, y'all aren't going to watch beach volleyball. That's, that's mine. Okay. I'm going to watch it. Wow. I won't talk about it, though. I will watch it. Yeah, okay. All right. Don't worry about it. I'll do worry about it, sweetheart. I'll Don't do like about ping pong or tennis or like water polo. All right, here's here's going to be the deal. Every show that we ball. have, every show that we have, <laughs> Nick's going to bring us a rundown on what's going on in the beach volleyball game. I'll bring a rundown on what's going. What did I say? Oh, you well, know no, you I'll tell me. Josh, <laughs> no, Josh, you're going to keep up with the men's uh, beach volleyball. I'll keep up with the women's. Relax. There you go. Don't do that wow. to me. Relax. Wow. I'm okay. keeping up with All surfing. Right. Nick's keeping up with beach volleyball, men's and women's. Walker, what do you got? Water polo, water polo, freaking table tennis. I don't know Gym, something. You want to be our gymnastics correspondent? Gymnastics. Men. Everyone's like got to know what's going on. And Simone Biles wins, and that's it. Okay, Walker. That's what happens yep. in gym- right. women's gymnastics. Goat. 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 She's the goat. Absolute goat. Goat. So, um, Straight up. Goat. But all right. Uh, one last thing. So that's that's going to be your uh, Olympic sports coverage. Um, Nick, you want to tell us what's going on with the with a, a little a little boxing match people might be curious about? Yeah, so we've been uh, we've been following this uh, this guy's boxing career honestly since uh, November of last year. We've been kind of Absolutely. closely following him and his brother. Jake Paul has another boxing events, and this time uh, he has some competition. He's going up against the one and only Tyron, the Chosen One, Woodley, five time UFC champion. Has a four-fight losing streak, though, on his hands. They're going to be boxing in Cleveland, Ohio, the hometown of the Paul brothers. It is set for August 29th 
on Showtime. Not Triller, Showtime. Thank God. Thank, God. <laughs> Thank goodness. Super excited for it. It's, um, bro, I'm so stoked. What's crazy about this fight, though, is, is they have a bet. So Jake, what he tried to do with Ben and what he tried to do with Tyron is he tried to put a bet in place where if Jake loses, he will double the purse of his opponent. But if his opponent loses, then they have to donate all of their purse to charity. Right? Neither of them wanted to take it. Probably, you know, Ben, for sure, for good measures, because Ben, there's no way he was going to beat Jake Paul in a boxing fight right. at all. Right. However, Tyron, I feel like, has a decent shot. Great striker, you know, power. But he said he still doesn't want to take it. So what Jake is proposing now for a bet is the loser has to get their, their opponent's name tattooed saying, I love either Jake Paul or I love Tyron Woodley tattooed yeah. and posted on their Instagram page. So uh, Tyron shook hands and agreed to it. So we shall see. Is Tyron Woodley, is, I he, is I... he added up, as Walker would say? He, he has some tats. Yeah, he is. Yeah. And obviously he added up. Is. <laughs> yeah. It would be um, wild if one of these say, guys didn't have any tattoos. Yeah, I that's was gonna why, say. I, I feel think like that's why the, they're willing to make the bet because like they're already tatted up. Yeah. So why not? Also, it's like a cool story. But I was gonna say that um, Tar- at first, uh, Tyron was looking at him like, "There's no way." And then Jake like kind of baited him. And was like, "You know, be confident. This guy's not even confident or whatever." And then you know, shit on it. So yeah, gonna be interesting stuff. Because I'm like, but you have to look at it. If you're a UFC five-time UFC champion a known striker, and you're, you're going up against this guy who's been boxing for a couple years, you know, has three, four wins under his belt. If you don't take that bet, you're looking really crazy because yeah. especially this is going to be the biggest payday of Tyron Woodley's career, right? And so then you have someone offering to double that, and you still don't take it. Crazy. Like Jake was saying, you're probably not that com- – how confident are you in your abilities? That's what this whole thing is about, how yeah. confident. And at first, Tyron wasn't – he just wasn't willing to risk the purse. Willing to risk it, so that's why it makes me think. You know, how confident is he for this fight? If I'm talking on Woodley. I'm going all in, like, bro. I'll I'll risk it all because that's how <laughs> confident I am that I'm going yeah. to knock you the freak out. So I don't know, but what what we're starting to figure out, you know, don't doubt the Paul brothers, especially don't doubt Jake Paul in boxing right now. It's not a smart bet. Don't do it. Don't, don't do, do it. it. I'm fired up for this fight. He's- um, yeah, it's gonna be great. Would y'all? It's ever, exciting stuff. Would y'all ever take a tattoo bet? Yeah. Nick. In the case of my uh, my parents listening to this, no. No. Okay. Yeah, me either. Shout out, Ron. For, never take a tattoo. For bet. me, for me, it's like it depends on how dumb it is. There's a there's a line. There's a line. Obviously. There's definitely a line. Yeah. So, in y'all's honest opinion, how do you think this is gonna turn out? Obviously, Tyrone, I'm going to say was a striker. Was a striker. Um, oh. He had a proven record. And now he's going up against a kid who, I think, who is I'll say this. deadly. Tyrone has a better shot to knock out uh, Jake Paul than I would have said Floyd had against Logan. That's really? Well, yeah, because yeah. Floyd isn't really, wasn't ever for real, like a legit striker. He did knock people I mean, out. He's the best but, like, defensive boxer we've ever seen. Exactly. And everyone throws throwing defensive. Tyron has legit strength. I mean, he's he's shorter than Jake by a few inches. He's a stocky little guy. Uh, he, yeah, he's he a thick little guy. He got some muscle. He's not. Him. Yeah, he's not. He's not skinny at he's all. He's got some weight around. And he unlike yeah. unlike Ben Astron, he already has you know technique and punching ability. Yeah, proven. 
So I think if you if he channels that, the only thing is, um, and Jake brought it up at today's press conference too, is that Tyron has kind of been, you know, taking days off and seeing partying and, you know, running around hanging out with people in it's L.A. Not it's not great. And so Jake's like, hey, man, I do this 24-7, like, every single day. Like, if you ain't taking this seriously, man, you're going to regret it. So I don't know. Like, but like I mentioned a couple minutes ago, you know, it's not smart to bet against Jake Paul when it comes to boxing. Now, when he when he actually faces a legitimate, legitimate boxer, which I think the route he's doing right now is very smart. You know, like like he says all the time, you know, who you can't name the first four fights that Floyd had, the first four fights that Muhammad Ali had, or Cassius Clay, you know, for being technical about this, or Mike Tyson. So the fact that, you know, you already know these high-level, you know, names going up against Jake Paul, that's, that's already a testament to what he's doing. But he shouldn't be... He shouldn't be taking on legitimate pro boxers right now when he's only had four fights of his own. So yeah. I, I think what he's doing right now is absolutely genius. And uh, yeah, I think in about three or four or five, maybe then we might then we might actually see some legit, right? Legit, because yeah. well, I I think eventually it's gonna win or win, lose or draw. You know what I'm saying? He's gonna eventually get there to being a legit pro. Yeah. Yeah, boxer for sure. So, like, think, the fact that he he treats himself like he is a legitimate boxer to where he try he has a legit yeah. team. A legit coach, a legit, legit training staff, and he does this every single day for hours. And I, so I'm like, if you do something every single day for two years, three years straight, you're going to get good at with it. With intensity. With exactly. intensity. Yeah. So I, I think it's kind of good. Obviously, he's been picking people to fight that um, he thinks and he knows that he can beat. He can be better than putting in the work. I also think, right. and I just realized this, and I'm sure other people have noticed this, I think he's picking people that he knows won't train as hard as him. Right. Because Tyrone Woodley, he's partying. He's he's done. He's paid his nickel. He's been in the fight game. This is an exhibition for him. And right. so that's how he's doing it. That's how Jake Paul is is loading these fights up. He's saying they're exhibition fights for everybody coming at him. So they're treating it as an exhibition fight. But Jake Paul is not. He is putting as right. much intensity in this as I would imagine – any fighter would if you said you're you have a, a shot at the world title right and yeah. he's putting that intensity so when the day comes that he has to fight someone that is quote-unquote a real fighter he'll be ready yeah and i saw this uh this video that uh that came out it was at the uh, at the weigh-in of his last fight and logan was talking to him he's like hey man to you this fight means absolutely everything to you to him talking about ben it doesn't it doesn't mean anything to him and that's the difference. And you can see that every time he goes out and he gets in the ring, it means everything. Because like as soon as he loses, as soon as he gets knocked out, this whole thing is kind of over with for the most part. It's going to take several fights for him to get back to the legitimacy that he's building for himself right now. Yeah. To, to be named as the person that finally sat Jake Paul down and put him in his place, that's, that's a one-time deal. You don't right. get no, – yeah. nobody's going to line up. I'm not going to line up – well, I'd probably – some it would have to be two or three losses in a row before I'd stop watching Jake Paul fights. But I think for the average person that's like on the cusp that is like just now tuning into Jake Paul fights, um, yeah, it's once he catches an L, it's the 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 storybook is over. And yeah, you can continue to to train and become a a legit fighter. But celebrities and whatnot, they're not going to line up to quote unquote you know knock out Jake Paul. It's going to be, you're going to have to fight people that are serious about fighting. You're going to have to fight fighters that you're fighting them because you got to climb the ladder, not you're fighting them because, 
you know, right. they were a great fighter. They got a big name or whatever. So, so. Uh, we shall see. We shall see. I'm excited. Very, very excited. August the 29th. Showtime pay-per-view. Pay-per-view. It'll be great. <laughs> oh. All right. You guys got anything else? Uh, I, I said, hey, I did say uh, Suns in five or six. It looks like it's about to be somebody in seven. I can't tell who's going to win. This series is very, very even. And last night's game was... Can we talk about... Bellissimo. Bellissimo. block, bro. Crazy. Insane. One of the craziest things I've ever seen. I just realized how Walker said, Suns in five or six, acting like he didn't take up half of the possible, like, endings. Okay, okay, okay. I did... I'll lock in. I did say I was very confident in Suns in five. I thought the Suns were, like, legit better, but also at the time... I did not. Giannis bit his knee. It like backwards. Ba- like, it I, he was he, wild. Yes. Oh my like God. I did not think Giannis would be looking like prime Shaq. Yeah. Nobody. Yeah, did. I did not. Because yeah. anybody else so, that bends, uh, if I bent my knee like that, forget about. It. I'm in a wheelchair for the next six <laughs> months. Yeah. Period. You're not catching me. You're no. not. I'm not. I'm not doing anything. So. No. Ooh, I have an idea. All right, business meeting idea that's live on the air. What do y'all think about at the end of the year? We piece together some of the years. We'll do a we'll do like a, a YouTube show, and it'll be you know hopefully by then we'll have normal YouTube content. Also, speaking of YouTube, if you haven't watched mine and Nick's trip to ATL, baby, check it out. It's full of a bunch of stuff. Next time we take a trip, we're gonna have to get like pin cameras that we can't have on going all time, and like eyeglass cameras that we can have on that are just rolling the whole time because there was too much going on in between the filming <laughs> that that you just didn't get to see so because it's um, like it happened and you couldn't i couldn't get my phone out in time because it, it had already like went and got past it, had come yeah, and already, gone. Already the went moment down. was there yeah. and it went away yeah but i have an idea at the end of the year i'm gonna piece together or i'm gonna pull up a of uh, a, a compilation of the year's best slash most like outrageous sports injuries and we're gonna sit down and we're gonna live react to them oh bro i swear if you throw in a chris weidman in there i'm (laughs) oh did it happen this year no (laughs) you're not gonna you're not gonna know i'm not gonna know either so i'm just gonna look up like 2021 you know worst uh uh, sports injuries compilation and we're just gonna watch it it's gonna be great it's gonna be great it's gonna be great. Oh my gosh! Uh, okay, that and the hot dog eating contest. I should stop coming up with ideas. <laughs> Shout out! All right. <laughs> well, that has been another episode of the Goat Podcast, baby. Uh, as always, like and subscribe, rate five stars. You know, tell your friends, tell your aunties, tell your uncles, tell your pastor, tell your you know your your the bishop at your church. Tell them all. We really appreciate it. Um, also tell your friends. I don't know if I told you to tell your friends. Tell your friends. Um, and, and, you know, subscribe, unsubscribe, resubscribe. That's, that's the move. At the end of every episode, that's what I need you to do. Hit, hit the subscribe, unsubscribe, resubscribe. Um, that, this has been another episode. I've been your host, Josh Robinson. I've been Walker Kurt. This has been Nick Gordon. And as always, thanks for listening. <laughs> <laughs>